Are you ready to become an escapepreneur? Well, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Bye Bye 9 to 5 podcast, designed by brilliant women, especially for brilliant women who want to create the life of their dreams by escaping the 9 to 5. Welcome to Bye Bye 9 to 5 podcast, where we are helping women to reshape their lives. Um, They're escaping the 9 to 5 and working on a business that they love. Listen to the podcast at bye-bye-9to-5podcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast and definitely comment on the episodes. So today, I have an extra special guest. Her name is Frankie Croker, and she's my daughter. So I'm so excited to have her. But before I do the introductions, let me get rid of the elephant in the room. (laughs) My jaw is swollen. Yes, it is. And the reason being is because I am getting some dental work done with implants and they are prepping for it and it caused, they have to prep the gum and the preparation causes the gum to swell. So it's not painful. I am not torturing myself while I'm doing this. Um, It is fine. So now back to introductions. This is my eldest child, Frankie Croker, and she is an Etsy strategy coach. And Frankie helps creative entrepreneurs start, sell, and market on the Etsy platform. When she's not helping build profitable businesses, she inspires littles to be the best version of themselves with her handcrafted bows at littlewonders.com. Most importantly, she enjoys the journey of motherhood with two of her very own little humans. Yes, welcome Frankie. Thanks for having me. Well, well, I mean, this is such a joy. Normally people would be able to see the resemblance, but because I look (laughs) misfigured today, it's kind of difficult to see that. But anyway, Frankie, give us a bit of your story. What has brought you to this place where you are um, being a creative and a, a, a business owner, entrepreneur? Um, well, I started out um, almost two years ago um, with Little Wonders, which is a product-based business. I decided um, that I wanted to start a hobby and make a few dollars on the side. Um, so I, I started out that way with my company and um, eventually, very shortly with, um, into the process, I realized that it was requiring quite a bit of work and time. Um, it was turning more into an expensive hobby. And so I decided to pivot a little and transition more into a business. Um, and so that's what I did. So I just changed, um, you know, the, the way I was doing things um, before. If, if you're familiar with, um, you know, especially if you have a product-based business and you're a creative, um, we do a, a lot of what we do is because we enjoy doing it. Um, and, 
you know, as a hobbyist, you just do it whether you make money or not. But obviously when you transition into a business, every little bit counts and you're actually making your products for profit. Um, so it's definitely a mindset change. Um, so that's how I got started. Um, and from that point up until now, I have basically, um, in, in the process, I've went through a lot of trial and errors. I've made a ton of mistakes. Um, but I've also, the one thing that I love most throughout the process is I've learned um, how to actually run a business. So the creation side obviously be, was very natural for me. It was easy even um, when there were things that I didn't really 100% know how to make. Um, that be, was very effortless for me. But the business side was all new. I had no guidance. And um, pretty much learned everything as I went um, until eventually I decided to take on some courses to kind of get some additional training. Awesome. 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 Now, audience, I want you to pay attention to a couple things. And it's that um, Frankie started out as a creative solely. And trust me, I'm her mom, so I saw this. Mm -hmm. And I saw her working on the bows, working on the bows, working on the bows. And I had no real clue as to where she was headed with the bow business. I know she just really liked doing it. Yeah. But I had no clue to where she was really headed. But at some point, and um, let me preface this by saying, because I'm her mom, you know, I have a lot of opinions. So along the way, I give her a lot of thoughts, things to think about, mm -hmm. and opinions. And just food for thought. I did a lot of that along the way as she was doing this. Um, but she is right when she said, you know, she really, she didn't come to me for a lot of help, even though she knew that I had been running a business. She did not really, she did all the research, which to me is the, the perfect way to do it. Because then you feel the, you feel the struggle, you feel the challenges. You feel the pain of it all. Yeah, and so every now and then, her and I would brainstorm ideas. Mm -hmm. We would talk about different things. But the bulk of her knowledge came from her just being aggressive and determined and persistent enough to really get out there and get the knowledge that she needed to operate her business. And so that is a nugget. That's a golden nugget. Because sometimes... You know, I know that they have a lot of coaches out here who are willing to teach you a lot of things. But this is what I will tell you as a coach. There is no coach that can teach you everything. Right. There is no coach that can walk you through every piece of it. The bulk of your business, even when you hire a coach, a coach is only contributing about 10 to 20% of your business. The rest of that, the other 80 to 90% is all you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you have to be determined. You have to really, really want this. And yeah. so Frankie just took it upon herself to do all of that in order to move her business forward. Now, this is the first time and I wanted to bring Frankie on the show because we're talking about list building this month. Mm -hmm. And um, this is the first time I've actually had, which is really, really juicy um, for me, the first time I've had a creative on the show. Mm -hmm. Everybody else 
that has been on the show has basically had a background in coaching um, and started out in coaching even at some point. Um, Frankie actually started as a creative. Now, Frankie, just for my listening audience, some of them may be creatives. Tell me what, um, what is the huge, what are the major differences by being just a creative or being a creative and a business owner? Um, well, as a creative, you, you, um, you kind of miss out on a lot of business. You don't maximize your business opportunities. Um, so you, as a creative, you focus a ton on product creation and development. Um, and you really don't hone in on a lot of the business aspect, which is what ultimately get, you know, gets you the success that you're looking for. Um, so, and, and I, I'm familiar with that because that's where I started. Um, even when I started realizing, when I said, okay, I want to transition to a business, um, much of what I did was creating products, like just pumping out products. Um, and for months there were, uh, you know, lots of products that just kind of really sat and sat around and collected dust because I wasn't really running. I was running a business, but not effectively. Um, and I think so many times us as creatives, we get caught um, with the behind the scenes of creating products and not really um, like really maximizing ways to um, make sales, which is marketing. Um, like you said, email, uh, email list. I love um, list building and everything about email marketing. I've, um, I remember at one point that was something that was foreign to me. Um, and a lot of creatives, it's like, uh, that, that may not even apply to me, but it really does. Um, and so, uh, I learned every, you know, I learned what I needed in order to create my email list and maximize it. Um, and so a lot of those things, when you're just a creative, you, you, tend to miss out on those opportunities that really can take your business, um, you know, to the next step, to the next level of growth. Um, you, you know, as a creative, you tend to kind of plateau after a while. And that's what I noticed in the beginning. Um, but then when I implemented things like um, email marketing and Pinterest and, and being more social on um, my social media outlets, that really helped me grow to the next level. Um, and that's basically what pivoted me into starting, um, my other, my service-based business, which is Hello Frankie and Co. Um, because I wanted to be able to teach other creatives that, yeah, you can still, you know, do what you love, but maximize that growth as well. Um, so, and, and, you know, it's not for everyone, you know, if you just enjoy doing um, just making your products and doing it as a hobby and not really caring about profits, then that's great. You know, I applaud you, but obviously if you want to see the growth, if you want to, you know, leave your, your full-time job and, um, you know, make this something that you can work on every day, then you would definitely have to pivot more into the, the business aspect of it and implement, um, marketing strategies that will help, help, you know, maximize the growth of your business. Awesome. 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 You said such a, you said so many good golden nuggets in there. I couldn't keep track of them. <laughs> but one of the things you said on the very end is huge, super, super important. 
you know you better as a creative than any other person on the planet. Sure. So if your if your focus is not making six figures a year or or five figures a year in your business and growing to your heart's desire, if you're just enjoying creating those products, that's your passion. Yeah. And so you yeah. want to, yeah, you want to work in your passion zone. You know, for me, the passion zone and the genius zone, because we all, it's my thought that we all have genius. Right. We're all geniuses. Right. So for me, the passion and the genius zone coincide. They sync up. So I feel like when you're in your passion zone, you are in your genius zone. And so you are really working towards being at your full potential. So when you are doing that, if you have no desire to profitize it to a point where it sustains you or where you can even leave your nine to five, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, you know, I'm all for leaving the nine to five. Right. That's my thing. But if you feel like, "Eh, I love my job. I want to keep my job. I want to stay here. I just want to do this on the side. Whoever buys it, buys it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. Then, then you're fine. You want to work in that genius and be good with it. Right. But if you have the desire to do that, know that it is possible. Now, one of the things that Frankie says is a fun fact about her is that she's an introvert. You know, I'm her mom. I know she is not an introvert, but, but everybody, when they are, um, cause I used to say this myself, I used to say that I was an introvert and I'm sure if you ask Frankie and sometimes I still, I, this is what I say. I'm an introvert with extrovert tendencies. Mm-hmm. So when I need to be an extrovert, I truly can. And I'm sure that, um, you know, Frankie will attest to that, um, that, you know, I love my space and quiet time and being with myself. But when I need to entertain um, others, I can. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times um, creatives, I believe, think that they, because they are introverts, that they cannot have extrovert tendencies or they feel it's too painful to have extrovert tendencies or they feel it's, it's not them and they don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes um, as an introvert, wouldn't you say that there are times when you need to step outside of that role um, and, and, you know, I always look at being an introvert or an extrovert, whatever, as a role that we have kind of placed ourselves in. Because mm-hmm. at, at any point in time, we can step outside of that role. So how does um, being able to step outside of that role help with your business? Um, well, well, it creates more visibility, visibility for yourself and your business. Um, yeah, I don't like being on camera. (laughs) I still don't to this day. Um, I'm more of behind the scenes. I really don't, um, you know, it's okay with not getting recognition for me personally, um, for the things that I do. I, I would rather much be behind the scenes. Um, 
However, when you are growing a business, um, one of the most important things is you have to put yourself out there. Um, not even if you decide that video is just not your thing, um, but you, you're the face of your brand and um, people connect, your customers connect better when they realize there's a, a real human being and a face to the business. Um, so when you look at other big brands like Target, um, you know, they have multiple, um, you know, individuals that represent that business. Um, but when you are a small business, it's easier for your customers and shoppers to um, connect with you because they realize, oh, you know, she's a real person. She has a family or she's going through very similar things or he is going through very similar, similar things that I go through. Um, and so it, it builds that trust that, you know, like, know and trust factor. And it makes it much easier for people to purchase your products or your services. So um, you know, when I got started there, you would not, um, I struggled with that because there weren't any photographs of me anywhere. There was no mention of my name, um, uh, any part of my business. Um, but as I grew, I realized that, you know, people are curious about, you know, who's behind the brand. And so I slowly emerged and um, I, you know, here and there I do, um, you know, I share moments, you know, with my, um, with my fan base and my customers about my life, you know, I'm a single mother. So, you know, they're very well, um, you know, informed of that. They know that, you know, about my children, things about my children and just how I got started. Um, so that was pretty much the starting point for me was just kind of sharing, you know, parts of me, um, and some of it's a little intimate, um, but people connect with you better that way. Um, and then I slowly immersed into video, um, video marketing, because I, it was a, um, a, an, another easier way and better way to connect with my audience. Um, people can kind of relate a little bit better and they're more um, willing to purchase your products and your services when they, you know, they feel like they know you. So, um, it's, it's definitely changed the way my business is. Um, you know, I get emails, um, you know, from customers or people that I've helped and, you know, just they're, I think they're a little bit more open, you know, people are more willing to approach you, um, when you kind of put yourself out there and that's what I'm still learning, um, you know, how, how to implement that more into my business. But I think it's like super essential, whether you are a you know, you're selling a product, um, or, you know, you are, um, you know, sell, you're a coach or selling, um, you know, teaching courses. Um, I think it's super important to put yourself out there, even when you don't want to, even when it's most uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I think it definitely takes your business to the next level. Absolutely. Now you've, you've given us a lot of, a lot of information there, a lot of nuggets. Um, and, you know, I wanted my audience to actually hear this from you because you are a self-proclaimed introvert. And so um, I, I want them to see that there, even when you are an introvert and you are so um, well-spoken, you, you are very beautiful on camera. Oh, There's okay. no reason. <laughs> um, I know my audience is going to say, oh, she's biased. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying there's no reason for you not to be on camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And, you know, I have been, um, years and years ago, when I first started my business, started dabbling with coaching, I started doing this video blog. And I would record these videos of myself impromptu every week. And so I've gotten used to just being on camera, even looking like the elephant man today. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am okay being right. on camera. It doesn't bother me at all. And so... Um, you know, I think it's important for people to realize that visibility is very, very important. And I know that we're talking about list building, but visibility is a part of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it totally is. And uh, it, it just, it's a further reach. Um, you know, if you're stuck in your little bubble, people don't know you're there. So, you know, even when I started, um, the platform that I started with is Etsy. And, um, you know, I was just kind of stuck in my own little bubble, my own little world. And I thought, oh, I could just, you know, put place my products on Etsy and they would, you know, they would flock to my shop. And that's you know, <laughs> a huge misconception. Even if you have an external website, no one knows you're there. Um, mm -hmm. So you have to kind of drive people to you and let them know that you exist and more than one time um so quite often so um and and it's just part of business it's a lot of work but if it's something that you really want um you know that the reward will come and so yeah um social media i've grown to not really enjoy social media as much but um it's one of those things that i don't necessarily expect um, to monetize from social media. I just, I use social media more so to connect with my community. So to the, let them know what's going on with my business and, um, you know, just to kind of get feedback. It's a good way to get feedback from, um, the people that follow you. So you can, you know, figure out what, what they like and what they don't like, and you can give them more of obviously what they like. Um, but I use more, um, my email list more to really um, monetize and um, connect on a deeper level. Um, obviously with social media, there's much more distractions compared to, to um, having an email list. Um, so people kind of get stuck on, 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 you know, um, the Instagram, the Facebook, and, and they may jump over to the next competitor or not even make it to your website or your blog. Um, but with email lists, um, you can send an email and it goes directly to the subscriber and I've seen it. I, I am a total believer and I, I geek out on email and email marketing because it has definitely done wonders for my business. So, um, especially with, in regards to sales and it's nice because you can, you can, you get comfortable. I love like outside of vlogging. I love emailing my list because you can like, it's like talking to a friend and you, and they, I feel like they connect better with you as well. Absolutely. Now, important here. I'm, I need to mention this. Um, you talk about just hearing you talk about email lists because that is something I, yes, I said it. I struggle with the email list. And yeah. the reason being is because, um, and, you know, and Frankie knows this, I move very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I don't really, in order to have a conversation with a friend, 
you got to slow down at some point and really have a conversation with a friend. And sometimes because I move so quickly, that's a hard concept for me to grasp because Mm -hmm. I just, I really want to have this quick conversation and move on. But sometimes you're not able to do that as effectively with email. There are times when now, when I've learned how to have a quick conversation with my email subscribers. Yeah. And then there are other times that I know I have to slow down and have a longer conversation because there are some topics that are worth that. Right. And so I went to a, um, a content uh, marketing event here in Atlanta a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they said there um, that was that content is will and always has and always will be king. Yeah. Because yeah. of the simple fact that right. you need it for everything you do. Right. List building, you need it for what we're doing here on podcasts, in your social media. You just need content. Right. So how do you effectively use content in your email, your list building process? Um, Well, typically I will um, create a blog, whatever my blog post is, and I repurpose it throughout um, my email and my social media. So it's not, um, in the beginning, it it was almost like pulling hairs because it was like, I didn't really know what to talk about with my list. Um, And so I realized not only is it just more time effective, um, but it, 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 you, you basically is just repurposing what you're talking about in your blog. Everyone doesn't read your blog post. Um, mm-hmm. so you kind of spread that content um, across all of your marketing channels. So typically I will write a blog post and kind of pull key elements from that blog post um, and talk about it in, with um, an email. Um, and I typically format my emails with talking about, um, you know, something personal that has happened in my world in, re- in relation to that particular topic. And then I will transition into the topic um, and point, um, kind of give my audience direction as to where I would like them to go. So if I'd like them to go to um, a video that I made or maybe um, the actual blog post to get more detail then I will do that. And then um, throughout the week, I will take that content from my blog post and kind of spread it throughout um, my social media. And then obviously I, I'm a, I use Pinterest quite a bit to drive traffic. So um, I, I use that as well to drive um, traffic back to all of my content. So um, I'm all about repurposing because it really helps with managing my time and not having to think about new topics to come up with for all of my marketing channels. So that is awesome. Now don't tell, listen, my audience, don't tell anybody that I am learning some things from, my, <laughs> yeah. I, don't want, I don't want anybody to know that, but you know, I have been told that many, many times before Frankie that mm-hmm. I should re I should blog and repurpose. Now, blogging is not one of my favorite things to do, but I've been considering it a little bit more recently since I am transitioning some models in my business models in my, in my actual coaching business. Right. So, um, 
thank you for sharing that because that gave me an aha moment with the fact that, huh, this may be something that worked with my new business models moving forward where I could do a blog, repurpose the content um, throughout my different social media channels. Because Mm -hmm. I'm also trying to figure out a way to increase my social media channels um, involvement. You know, I, I can be found on almost every social media channel, right. but I'm just not active there. Right. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to do that. So that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. That was definitely a golden nugget for my audience that's listening. Repurposing. Um, and it sounds like Frankie has got that down. Reach out to her for sure at hellofrankieandco.com. Um, and that's F-R-A-N-K-I-E, hellofrankieandco.com to get some tips on that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So um, now do you have any of the bows? I'm sure my audience would like to see them. I know. (laughs) It's so easy. It's so easy to not show them, but you can just show them on screen. I yeah, I do. Um, I have a couple here. Let me just kind of reach out. Um, so we have, um, I started out making traditional bows. Um, and then, which I still, well, I started out making single bows. Um, so this is a leather bow. And then um, this is one of our popular schoolgirl style bowls that we make. Um, nice. Yeah. And the pigtail bowls. So um, we started, or, you know, when I started out, I was just making single bowls and now I've transitioned also with adding a subscription um, service to yeah. my bowls as well. So, um, you know, one of the things that as a mom, although I am a mom of boys, um, in general, whether you are a mom of girl or boys or mixed, um, you know, you always, we always try to find things to make life a little bit easier because parenting is super tough and seems like it's not enough time in the day. Um, so the subscription box was a great way to um, make it really convenient for moms with girls. I can only imagine, and I'm sure you can chime in how life was when I was younger. Um, with my boys, as much it's super easy because they don't care what I throw on them. But with mom with girls, there's so much more that goes, you know, with the process. So, um, you know, having a subscri- subscription box, you don't have to really worry about. Um, you know, what bowls to get each month or to order them. They come straight to your door. It's super convenient. Um, and, you know, we just make it, we try to make it as super easy for you guys as possible. Um, so that's a service that um, we, an option as well, but we also, again, offer single bowls as well for moms. So, and they're little ones. So That's very nice, Frankie. I love the way that you have taken your basic creative hobby because that's really what it started out as and you have transitioned it into different business models to include a subscription service as well as a coaching business i love it love it love it and so um definitely so i mean that you know when i tell people your story they were like she doesn't have any girls no she doesn't and maybe this is is Frankie's way of saying, you know, I wish I had a girl and yeah. this is what I put her in. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but yes, I can truly tell you it's very, very difficult, especially when you're working and trying to manage a, a family and, and life. Having a little girl is just a special thing. Very, yeah. very special thing. Yeah. Yes. And so um, I come from a family of girls. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's just a family of girls. But in, in my personal little family, um, I only have two little girls. I have, well, one big girl and one little girl. I have a, 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 my daughter who's here and then I have a granddaughter. So those are my only two girls in my family, my personal family. And so everybody else is boys. Yeah. I have four grandkids and three of them are boys. And then I have one on the way that I believe is a boy. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, it's just girls are a special, special thing. You know, I believe that because girls are going to grow up to be women that rule the world. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what we do. We run the world. And so, um, yeah, what I just wanted you to take a look at the bows and see, you know, that she is really working. And actually, just to uh, brag just a little, she is also teaching her son how to grow his own company, and he is growing a bow tie company. Yes, yes. So really, really nice. So we're about to wrap up. Frankie has a free gift for everyone. So tell us a little bit about your free gift. Yes. So if you are creative and you're on the fence, um, not really sure if you, um, you know, where to start, or what platform to choose, um, Etsy is a, a great platform um, to get started with if you're making handmade products. Um, it's also great if you're making digital products as well. Um, so digital prints and artwork. Um, it's a great platform to get you started. Um, I, I obviously I am a huge advocate of Etsy, but I am also a huge advocate of having your own piece of real estate, which would be a website. Um, but it's Etsy is definitely a great starter starting point um, when you're just kind of getting out the gate and getting your feet wet. So I decided to create a free um, email course. It's a seven day course. Um, and each day you will get an email and it teaches you how to set up your Etsy shop when you're um, getting started. And a lot of the key elements that so many new sellers, I myself was one of them, um, that, that I wasn't really aware of. And then over time, obviously I learned um, what was needed in order to gain success. So um, this course, I think it, it's super helpful. It's chock full of information. I tried to pack in as much as I could. Um, to help you along the way. Um, the super cool thing about it is, um, you know, once you sign up for the course, you can also, whether you sign up for the course or not, you can always join um, my free Facebook group. It's Etsy Kickstarter. And um, there are prompts throughout that, um, our Facebook group specifically for the course. And if you ever have any questions, I am right there and I you know, can give you some guidance to help you along the way. So, and obviously um, the group is super helpful. Um, It's not just new sellers, they're seasoned sellers. So they're, you know, super helpful as well with, you know, helping you with any answers or any troubles that you may have. So this course is definitely great for someone who hasn't yet started Etsy or maybe, you know, that is new to starting on the Etsy platform. Absolutely. And Please, um, to those of you who are listening who are creatives and 
you may listen to this and you may say, well, I'm not just a regular business owner. I'm actually, you know, I actually make something. So how is that handled? Um, reach out to Frankie. I'm sure she'll be able to answer your questions for you and she'll be able to point you in a direction that you need to, um, that you could possibly go in to be able to get your products and get started. And with any business, it's a process. So, um, no different with creatives. It may take you a while to get, find your legs, find your business legs per se, but it's possible, but you got to start somewhere. So definitely reach out to Frankie. I will include, as we're doing the promotions for this, you will see all of Frankie's information um, as well as on my Kim Wiggins coaching page, you will be able to find a page dedicated to her with her free gift link and where to find her on social media, including her Facebook group. Frankie, I am so happy to have you here. Um, can you give me one thing, one thing you would leave with my audience today? One piece of advice, any tips, one thing. If it's your desire, then go for it. Um, I, I come across a lot of um, creatives that um, just not really, just you know, nervous about opening, starting something new, um, starting a shop, um, actually starting a business. And the longer you wait, um, it's just pro prolonging the process. Um, when I started, when I opened my shop, I only had 12 products. Now I have well over 150 products in my shop. Um, so it takes time to, to build up to that, obviously, but um, go for it. You know, don't let um, you not having a perfect website design stop you or that your photos aren't that great. Um, gosh, if looking back at a lot of my old photos on my products, I cringe, you know, now looking at them because I was like, what was I thinking? But you have to start somewhere. And the, obviously the more you do it, the more comfortable you become and the better you become at it. Um, so definitely don't let those little things stop you from getting your business up and running. Um, obviously the longer you wait, you, you're going to prolong the process and you'll regret it. So, um, I say go for it, um, even if it's not perfect, even if you you don't have a huge email list, even if your website design isn't all that great, um, or you don't have the funds to really, um, you know, have this, you know, full on branded business. It's okay. I mean, when I started, I didn't, I, I had a low... I, I purchased the logo from Etsy for, for 10 bucks. Um, a lot of the products that I made in the beginning, I don't even make now. So it's okay to transition. Um, evolving is the, is part of life and it's part of business. Um, so there's a lot of things that I did in the beginning. I no longer do, or I've revamped them to give it more quality. Um, so definitely don't shy away from that. Um, if you, there's a lot of free resources. You don't have to buy this huge package of, of um, you know, tools to use in order to grow your business. Um, you know, I started out with MailChimp and I, I loved it um, for a while. I, you know, now I've 
transition to AWeber because of some of the benefits that I really like, but um, you know, you don't have to pay for a lot of things if you don't want to. I use Canva all the time and I use the free resource of Canva. So, um, you know, don't feel like you have to have a buttload of money um, and you have to use all of these expensive resources and tools to get started. Just go for it. And as you grow, obviously you can add more to your belt and you can, you know, maybe pivot and change the things that maybe aren't working as great or give, you know, use something that probably provides a little bit more um, efficiency in your business. Very nice. Very nice. And with that, you know, her favorite quote is focus on where you want to go, not on what you fear. So that falls right in line with that. Yeah, it does. It does. Thank you so much for being my guest today, Frankie. Thanks for um, having me. You are so, so welcome. Um, this concludes our episode of the Bye Bye 9 to 5 podcast, where we are helping women to live their greatest life. Definitely subscribe, like, and comment on the show. And we will see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. This episode of the Bye Bye 9 to 5 podcast has ended, but it doesn't stop there. Be sure to subscribe for more strategies and advice to help you move from employee to escapepreneur to have the kind of success you have always dreamed of without sacrificing family or time. And don't forget to rate and review us so we can continue to bring you the best content possible to motivate and encourage you on this journey. See you on the next episode.